You know, it's like a family gathering for me here. It's like I haven't seen some of you for a little while. So I think it's just it's like when your family gets together, make sure you document it. Now probably the important one. Hold on. You can check it on Facebook later. <laughs> Happy, Easter. Happy Easter. You know, it's such a joy to celebrate this particular feast. And the reason for that is because, let's face it, some of us need joy. I don't think there's anybody here that would disagree with that. But for just a moment right now, what I'd like you to do is to take all of the burden that you've carried these last few weeks, all of the burden and the things that have weighed you down, all of the thoughts, all of the concerns, all of the problems, all of the stuff of life that seems to have just gotten in the way of your joy. And what I'd like you to do right now is to just take it and place it in the tomb of Jesus. You know, it's been a very interesting week. Every year when we celebrate Holy Week, there's a side to me that gets like, really down at one point. Because, you know, like last Sunday, we celebrated the Last Supper and the crucifixion of Jesus. And it seemed to, for all intents and purposes, be the end. It was over. It was done. Evil had won. They put the Lord and Savior to death. The one that we'd put all our hopes in, they put him to death. He had been doing such great things, so many miracles. He had been reaching out and touching the lives of so many people, changing things, doing all of these wonderful things. And then all of a sudden, it was just all over. Now, if you think sometimes you've had a bad week, think about the week Jesus had that week. Or think about the disciples themselves, these individuals who had given up everything to follow Jesus. They had placed their entire hope, their entire existence on him. They had wanted him to be their all. And then all of a sudden, boom, it was done. And where do we find them? Hiding. They went into hiding. They, they abandoned Jesus. They ran away. And then all of a sudden, something strange happens. Every year on Holy Saturday, I have that pause in my life, that silence, that, that deafening silence that comes on Holy Saturday. That silence that just the whole world all of a sudden drops into this quiet and waits. Now, could you imagine Peter and John just sitting in that locked room where they were? And all of a sudden, in bursts Mary, and she goes, they've taken him away. Now, what would be the emotions you'd be experiencing in that moment? Maybe a little anxiousness, a little anxiety, maybe a little bit of anger because, hey, this isn't right. And so what do you do? You rush to the tomb and you look in. And he's not there. You know why? Because Jesus is risen. Those are my plants over there. Now, you've got to say he's truly risen, because if you don't say it, you don't get the joy. <laughs> Jesus is risen. And that, my dear brothers and sisters, is the proclamation of all proclamations. It's what we Christians celebrate 
every day, every week, every hour. We celebrate the fact that this one, this Jesus, he truly is the one. We establish that. Jesus truly is Lord and Savior, and he did what no other person ever did. He rose from the dead. And last week we were asking that question. You know, we're very good at dwelling on the death of Jesus. And we ended our, our, our time together saying, were you there? Were you there when they crucified him? Were you there when they laid him in the tomb? And that's a wonderful thing to do because it, it brings us into the mystery of the passion of Jesus Christ, the sacrifice, the execution turned into a sacrifice. It brings us into that. But why is it that we never ask ourselves that same question about Easter? Were you there when Peter and John went into that tomb, peered in and only saw the cloths on the floor and their Lord and Savior was no longer there? Were you there? Because you're here now. If that tomb wasn't empty, you wouldn't be here. If that tomb had not been empty that morning, you wouldn't be here. Think about it, my dear brothers and sisters. It's a game changer. It's an absolute game changer. If any of you at all have ever experienced illness, if any of you at all have ever experienced the brokenness of human nature, if any of you have ever experienced the sin and the hurt and the anguish and maybe even the death of a loved one, Jesus just changed all of that. I wonder sometimes why we carry our burden. By placing ourselves with the disciples, with Jesus in the empty tomb, by placing ourselves there, what a difference maker. We should have that resurrected joy. So I ask you right now, what do you want? What did you come looking for? The tomb is empty. He's not there. Were you there to see it? No, nobody was. And yet we know it happened. We know that no other event in all of human history could equal, come even close to the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. No other event could be so spectacular, so grace-giving, so wonderful as our reminder, our, if you will, um, gift from God that says, I've got it. I love you. Stop carrying those burdens and give them to me. And so if you want joy this morning, and I know you do, if you want that peace, and I know you do, place it all in the empty tomb and let Jesus give back to you the gift, the gift of hope, the gift of love, the gift of mercy, the gift of reconciliation, the gift of the Eucharist, the gift that makes us whole. And so I ask you to make a commitment right now. Easter is a seven-week season. For the first three weeks at least, we're going to reflect on, were you there? Did, did you get it? Like next week, we're going to have the disciples again locked up, and Jesus is now actually going to appear to them and offer them. Guess what he's going to offer them? Do you want it? It's called peace. He's going to say, peace. He's going to offer them the power to forgive sins. Isn't forgiveness where peace comes from? When we reconcile with one another? When we make up for our amends, when we turn to God, yes, that's what it's all about. Peace, he'll say. 
And then you get the belligerent Thomas who wasn't there. Good old Thomas. He was, he, you know, I wasn't there. I won't believe it. I refuse I, until I get to touch him myself. And the disciples will say, well, were you there? No, you weren't. So maybe he didn't want you to be there. Who knows? As you know, he eventually does get to be there. But then that great reading, that great reading, the road to Emmaus, the two disciples who, who were blind, they didn't even see Jesus right in front of them. Do you want joy? Do you want peace? Then start seeing Jesus in your midst. Maybe you weren't there on the road, but he's walking this journey with you. Why do you keep looking past him? Why do you keep letting your own grief, your own pain, your own suffering not let you see him? So look and see. Jesus is risen. See, I caught you off guard over here. He is truly risen. And my dear brothers and sisters, that in itself gives me such a sense of joy. All that I've done these past six weeks of Lent to prepare for this moment now becomes real to me because it's no longer me, it's him. No longer I that have to be in control. I can let him be in control. And guess what? When he's in control, it's all good. And so let it all be good, my dear brothers and sisters. Easter is a time of joy. It's a time of rejoicing. It's a time when we say to the Lord, thank you. Thank you for taking that burden from me. Thank you for taking that grief from me. Thank you for taking that hopelessness from me. Thank you for taking all of those seven wounds that we prayed about during Lent. Thank you for taking them and changing them. Miracles do happen. And I believe that today there's going to be a miracle for you. You know what you need. You know what you want. But let him touch your heart today and you will experience a tremendous miracle. So once again, my dear brothers and sisters, I wish you a most happy Easter. I wish you that time, that grace with your family today, with your friends today, with your community today. I wish you in all of that an experience of the risen Lord so that you can find that true peace that your heart so desperately longs for, so desperately needs. God bless you.